Ready? Born ready. I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Woo! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Super, super, super exciting. I am back. We are back. You are back. Thank you so much for joining me once again on the Cool and Conscious podcast. (laughs) I'm excited. Um, But before I get too excited and go into my excitedness, I need to tell you how I'm feeling. I got to get in the habit of doing that because sometimes I forget. So, drum roll, please. feel cool (laughs) like capital cool yes I feel extremely cool um yeah I just feel cool because I have really set aside my consciousness and it feels great (laughs) it feels great to just be like fuck that conscious shit okay because it really can take over your mind. Um, and I feel like it was taking over my mind. Yep. My body, my being, my soul, my spirit had become this conscious person, I think, because I held it in for so long. Um, and finally releasing it was like, okay, let's beat it into the ground. Let's get our point across. Let's figure it out. And now it's like, oh, my gosh, I can I can go back to being cool. <laughs> like, I can be cool. So I went and I shadowed one of the event coordinators for A3C, um, which was really enlightening to me just because I came from the music industry. So working at a music conference really just kind of put me back into my cool element. And I just felt really just like a sigh of relief, like, oh, my gosh, people that they don't know shit about no conscious shit. Like I I can't trust them to fight for me, but Hey, we all here. (laughs) Like I can't trust them at all, but Hey, it just felt like home. (laughs) So a little bit of that conscious still creeped in. Oh yeah, no, no. It definitely creeped in because I was having conversations with people and while they're talking, I'm just looking like you ain't about shit. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say shit about shit. You just, you just dumb, like literally in my mind. And I had to like, this is myself. And then I felt myself being a, a introvert. So then I had to like climb out of that introvertness and try to be an extrovert. Like I was definitely battling, but there was still some sort of comfort because for a, a long time, for once, how do you say it? For a time in a long time, for a period of time in a long time. I don't know how to say it, but I felt like I was doing something just for me versus trying to do something for humanity. <laughs> like, I felt like I was doing something that was attainable. Like, okay, Cree, you shadow this woman. The objective is to meet this person, this person, this person. So then you can do that. Like, I was able to successfully connect dots versus going to a protest, <laughs> screaming all day, talking all day, being emotionally distraught, um, and then having to build myself back up through the days to come. So I just felt like, you know what? This is, I can do this. This is easy. 
and I like this. Um, so I feel like that cool has definitely kind of trickled down. Um, I also have made the decision to, I wouldn't say stop, but pull back from going after the radio station. Um, so I made a post. <laughs> yes, I made a post. Oh, is that what you had to tell us? No, no, no. That's not what I had to tell oh. you. <laughs> so I made a, <laughs> I made a post on social media, essentially, like dropping my Hot 107.9 jersey. So in the pictures you see me holding the jersey, um, I'll, I'm gonna post pictures. Um, again, essentially, the jersey's like mid air. Of me dropping it and then the third post will be the jersey being on the ground and me walking away um and in the caption i am writing a farewell letter to my ex-employees i mean my oh god child not my ex-employees my ex-co-workers and so i'm tagging them and letting them know ways that they can show up for themselves ways that they can um not get trapped. <laughs> um, so essentially I'm passing the baton. So in the letter that I'm writing to them, I'm expressing, Hey, look, I'm passing the baton and in me passing the baton, it's your turn to speak up for yourself because I've done all that I can do. And it cannot just be one person speaking against a giant. Like <laughs> it can't because it is emotionally stressful. It is emotionally draining. It just is draining across all different platforms. And when you do not have, the support that you feel like you need to continue to fight a fight, you eventually get burned out. And so before I get burned out to the point where I can't even do anything for Cree and do anything for my personal goals, I'm going to leave it where it's at. And now I'm going to let y'all do the work because I got y'all a raise, whether you want to admit it or not, you wouldn't have had the raise if I hadn't have been saying the things that I'm saying and if that's enough for y'all, then I guess that's just got to be enough for me. So <laughs> I'm passing the baton. Um, and it's for every employee across the country. Every single employee, um, I addressed it. So in the first two posts, it's strictly just my past coworkers. Um, but in that last post, I'm addressing every single In that last post, I'm addressing every single employee in the company and letting them know that no longer will I take the bullet for humanity or no longer will I step up to the plate to take the bullet for a race that refuses to acknowledge the validity of running their own. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> and I know back in the day you had people like Martin Luther King that seemed like they took the bullet. Ooh, literally. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't. Okay, yeah, it seems like they took the bullet um, because they were the face of it. But there was a team behind him that was extremely strategic. He had people that supported him no matter what. He had money behind him. It's just me. It's literally just me behind me with people saying, oh, I'm so proud of you. You being proud of me because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do means nothing. Like, you are supposed to speak up for yourself. You are not supposed to be taken advantage of. You are not supposed to be taken advantage of. So because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, you're proud of me. You should be, first of all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for being proud of me. But what can you do 
for me that I'm not already doing for myself. I'm proud of me as well. Some days, some days I'll be tripping, but (laughs) most days I like to feel like I'm proud of myself. So I don't need you to be proud of me. I need you to step up to the plate and support me. I need you to speak up for yourself. It, It can't just be this, this, this girl that's still going on for six and seven months. It has to, there has to be other momentum or other, other movements to the movement. Um, and like Dave Chappelle said, like, you have to get off the bus. Martin Luther King didn't say, hey, let's ride the bus in, in matching outfits. He said, get off of the bus. That's the only way it's going to work. You want to know why the transgender, uh, the L- LGBTQ movement is moving at a rapid rate and people fear them and think twice before they say anything regarding that particular community is because <laughs> they put their foot down. And I don't really know the ins and outs of that particular movement. You don't think it's because they white men? I mean, definitely that too. Definitely that too. <laughs> they have other things working in their favor, but what has shown and proved to work is us getting off the bus, literally and figuratively, like every single time. And not just for a week. And not just for a week. Like, like over 200 something days. You know? And even if you don't understand that, just imagine your relationship. People want what they can't have. So if you don't understand it in black history terms, understand it in relationship terms. When the nigga's not texting you back, you want him even more. <laughs> like when he is stop giving you attention, you want him even more. Like Dang. when Dang. She, when she's with off married and you missed your chance, you want her even more. So that <laughs> don't do that. So yes, that is absolutely a thing. We have to get off of the bus, and being that I have gotten off of the bus, um, I think it's now time for me to. How would I say this? It is now time for me to keep moving now that I've gotten off the bus. I feel like I got off the bus and I was still standing by the bus, waving, trying to pull people off with me. But it's like, no, I I can't move a statue. Like <laughs> I literally can't move someone that is stuck. I can't bring a horse to water and make it drink. I, I can't do that. And I thought because I was just this strong person that I could. Um, and I'm sure that I can, but I kind of don't want to. <laughs> like, I don't care Dang. that. I genuinely don't care that much anymore because, I mean, why, why, why would I care about people that don't care about themselves? It's not fair to me and the legacy that I'm trying to leave. So I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to always... Um, speak on the importance of supporting Black-owned, Black-run businesses. Um, Because I feel like that was ultimately my entry into my consciousness. Um, And I'm going to continue to spread awareness. So this is not a, I'm done, I'm not going to be an activist anymore. This is just a, y'all can have that over there. (laughs) And one day, hopefully sooner than later, things will you know, we will get a little adequate representation. <laughs> Perfect. Now, what I had to say, and P, you could chime in. She's not an official special guest, 
but she is joining me tonight. So technically, she so happen to be in the car, right? So now I'm here, right? She just, I just so have to be with her. Um, and of course, I don't want her waiting outside in the dark where it's cold and and lonely. So she's currently sitting right next to me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Her name is Paris. Paris. Oh, can we strike that for the record? Okay, I don't want to know my god. Oh my I, gosh. I strike it, I strike it. Okay, well, no, don't strike it. Just bleep it. Just yeah, bleep it. Okay, just, just bleep it. it. <laughs> just bleep it. Because I like having that suspense. So it's like, oh, she said it, but we still don't know who it was. Um, and we met in school, actually. I'm not going to give too much detail. <laughs> yeah. Georgia State? Because clearly. No, not the school. It was the circumstances under which we met. Mm-hmm. I was definitely breaking several laws. And that's mm-hmm. why she will not give the details to that on this very public, very out loud podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. Either way, she's here. And so here is what I had to say. So the podcast, um, if you're listening to this, this may be like episode, I don't know what, but episode one just recently dropped. Shout out to the cool and conscious team, Just Eldridge Media, which is a black owned, black run media company. We are going all the way. We are podcasting differently. We are fucking them up, doing all things great. So just released it. Um, and of course I'm getting feedback. People are like, oh, they like it. They like it. Um, one person was like, Cree was way too many sound effects for me. One person was like, I loved all the sound effects. It was great. <laughs> um, P, did you happen to listen? Oh, no. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So Pete can't give her feedback, but this is what I wanted to say because I spoke to someone earlier today and I hadn't spoke to them in like a month. And they reached out to me and they're like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm good. So they call me and I don't, sorry, sorry, Mike. They call me and I don't answer. Um, I call them back and they're like, so I heard the podcast. But they said it in a way that wasn't, it was just a closed. Like it wasn't like a, oh, I I loved it. And I was like, okay, critiques. Like (laughs) it was just so dry. They were just like, I heard the podcast, and I'm like, okay. They hated it. Hated it. Hate. They said, "Cree, I expected more from you. I did not like it at all." Mm. And I was like, so either everybody's been lying to me, telling me it was good, or it was really bad. So I'm like, what do you mean? Well, well, who who is this? Well, not the name, but like, what's their... So they work in... Yeah. What's their relationship with me, or what do they do for a living? What's What's their relationship to you and me? Both. What's the the relationship to you? Can you come closer to the mic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm real soft-spoken, y'all. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Which I feel like you're not, Right, exactly. (laughs) So I'm like, bring the mic closer to you so they can hear. Um... Their relationship to me, they their relationship to me is they're a really good close friend. Um, they're a male friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they, figured, I figured it was a nigga. And they, I <laughs> walk bitches be be just no 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 just because when it comes to critique, normally men will give it to you raw. 
Like oh, okay, okay, girls, okay, okay. They'll be soft with it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you know, yeah, your yeah. homegirl, oh, no, you know, she's not fat. She's got a good personality. <laughs> well, your homeboy, like, like, no, she's she fat as fuck. Yeah, she needs to lose no. some weight, but she's cool. <laughs> but your homegirl needs to lose some weight. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, they soften the blow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so it sounds like a nigga. So he um, also works in the music industry. And so he's just like, I mean, Cree, I feel like you and I have had deeper conversations. And I just felt like listening to that, he was like, don't get me wrong. It was good because it was you and you have the innate ability to just be good at things. He was like, so it was good, but he was saying it was bad and he hated it on the realm of expecting me to just come with this like I don't know like he was just like I just felt like you were very surface level hmm. um and and honestly after he said that I could definitely agree um and it really just is crazy how people that know you know when you're holding back <laughs> yeah. and, and I also say this because the flow of this episode we might just go ahead and put this out Tomorrow, shit, that's how we do it. <laughs> but also, people have to keep in mind, we do a lot of recording over here, right? Right. So some of these episodes are pre-recorded. Are pre-recorded, yes. And we <laughs> weren't as cool as we are now, so right. we, we probably were holding back a little right, bit. Right, right. And so that's, and I didn't even want to explain that to him because I also know that you have to start from somewhere. And I also know the mindset that I was in, I was not trying to do a podcast because I'm like, everybody's doing a podcast. I don't want to do that shit. I was so against it. And El just, just kept texting me, when we going to get you? When we? I was like, this nigga keep texting me. I don't want to do no damn podcast. <laughs> it's like, I just don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't, I feel like it's oversaturated. What would I bring to the tape? I just was overthinking it. And so I feel like in that first episode and maybe even in the second episode, you are you can tell. So people that know me are gonna be able to tell, like, okay, these are the training wheels, like, and so that's what I'm saying. Y'all be patient with me because <laughs> Yeah, and, and grow with us. Right. I was about to say, say grow with me. But him just saying he hated it, I was like, damn. damn. Nah, I, I, I appreciate that <laughs> feedback. Definitely do. I like it. And he said something that was key. Which is the main reason why we tapped you, right? For for this podcast. Mm-hmm. You're good at what you do. Yeah. So even though he felt like the episode wasn't as deep, it was still good because it was you. Right. And we just letting the people know this podcast thing is like a consistent grind. Right. You know, um, we've talked about it before on other things, but the main podcast, we're on episode 120, right? Nobody, the first couple episodes were the very <laughs> same way. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Hell, I wasn't even talking on the first like 20 yeah. episodes. It was all sound effects for me. I didn't even want to get on the mic. So I say that to say, I feel like his initial critique is exactly what I wanted to hear. And I appreciate that. Right. Yeah. After he said it, I appreciate it. Cause I know that it's only coming from a place of love. Um, and it's a friend. So right. You know, so, yeah. But I was still just like, damn, that's not what I expected i don't know what i expected just not that you hated it and it's not so much that he hated it it's that he knows that there is more Mm -hmm. um and i also feel like at that time of recording i was trying to condense and contain 
my emotions because that was the episode where I think I, I felt conscious and I was really deep in talking about the radio station mm-hmm. and I feel like I was just wrapped up in getting my point across. That was like the initial first week. Right. Right. So, right. So I'm like, yeah. that was when I was like gung ho, fuck the radio station flow. Like, <laughs> like I'm not letting go. Y'all going to hear what I got to say for sure. Like that. I was, I was in it. We're going to put a compilation of your raps. Together. Right. Just, yes. Just to let you know. My freestyle. Um, but I, I feel like, please allow me to grow with you all. If there are certain things that you want to talk about or you would like my opinion on or how I feel just regarding the uh, cool aspect and a conscious aspect, please let us know um, either in the comments or let us know on social media at cool, Q-O-O-L and conscious because it's not just about me. You know, I'm here speaking and you hear my voice, but it's about this cool and conscious community that we are trying to build within not just the black community that's the focus because y'all know that I'm pro-black you know what I'm saying but (laughs) it is also just revolving around the realm of humanity so you can be not so conscious in the aspect of black lives matter you can be conscious in the aspect of being a teacher you know because teachers go through things you can be conscious around the fact of being somebody from Germany Paris is from Germany she could tell you all all of that (laughs) exactly thank you what? Donkashane? <laughs> yes, very much so. I said it right. Donkey Chains, I said. Donkashan. 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 Ooh. Thank hi. you. Donkashan. What does that mean? Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Wow. I thought that was a place. Oh, see, yeah. Donkashan. Ooh. See what, I'm, see what I'm saying? So she is conscious in her own right about whatever it is that comes natural to her or whatever it is, however she has grown up. Like, I couldn't tell you shit about Germany and she's lived here for I don't know how long and still don't know how to get around Atlanta. So it's like, I am extremely fluent in Atlanta culture and someone else is extremely fluent in white prep school culture. So that's what I'm, I I want this podcast to be about. So if you missed that from the initial episode or you missed that from wherever you missed it from, it is more so about you being conscious in the world that you live in. And bringing awareness to that and transforming it into something that's cool. And if you leave a comment, we will read it. Yes, definitely we'll read it. Definitely we'll read it. So please leave a comment, um, share, subscribe, all of the stuff that you do regarding social media. Please do that because, like I said, it's not just about me. It's more so about you, baby boo-boo. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that wasn't as bad as I thought. It was. I, thought <laughs> I thought she was gonna come here and tell us like something traumatic, know, something terrible. Well, well, not, not traumatic, but <laughs> terrible. Because I've seen Cree's demeanor when something bad happens, so it wasn't that. But I thought it was gonna be something crazy. Like I really hate I, that. I, 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 I fucked around and voted for Cassini. I thought it was something <laughs> like that. I was like, like guys, I felt the pressure. Yeah. I just, I just couldn't handle it. I and wanted I just... the bag. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Speaking of voting, just vote. Yeah, because I'm like, by the time y'all hear this, I don't know if voting will. We're gonna put this out tomorrow. We'll oh, okay, tomorrow. great. So please go vote. 
Because um, I want the people to hear a live pod. Yes. Sense, right? Okay, so great. The pre-recorded one. Now y'all hearing this a live discuss. One. Yes. It was the night before. Get it up. <laughs> get it ready. Boom, I love it. Ready in the morning. You're like, damn, they work pretty fast over there. Just social media. Yes. Black on black run, baby. That's going to be the forever hashtag. Black on black run. <laughs> ready? Born ready. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So wait, hold on, y'all. I do hate this. You mentioned this. I could tell when something bad happened because Creed's demeanor changed. I really hate that my demeanor is a tell. Like, you know how some people, there's no tell? Like, shit, the world could be split in half and they just, and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Well, how could you know? They Nothing changed. Mm-hmm. But with me, if the slightest thing happened, my face is like disgusted instantly disgusted and god don't let me open my mouth <laughs> but, but at least you don't stop like at least you'll still like if you had task at hand you show up and do the task you with an like, attitude yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i will have <laughs> an attitude and be like i don't want to do this shit i'm over it I'm see, some people shut all the way down <laughs> like, and don't leave the house i'm absolutely over it yeah. i mean i do have those days where i'm like i just need to be in the house yeah. I don't need to be around anybody because my energy is so bad. I'd rather not affect someone else. Um, but then most days I'm like, okay, let me just figure it out. But then I get mad because I'm like, I should just stay at home. <laughs> like I do not feel better. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that noise that I make actually helps. Yeah. So yeah, that noise. Yes. So I, I don't. You know, the people never really heard it because I always cut it out. But uh, you cut out my noise, Keith. Because you do it at the beginning. You don't do it while you talk. It's like Tourette's. You don't do it. <laughs> you don't do it when you're talking on the mic or anything. But as soon as the mic goes off or we're signing off, <laughs> it comes back on. Okay, y'all. And so, Paris is here. Paris knows about this noise. So the noise. Go ahead and do it for them. I don't want to do, do it. it. I do can it. do it on command, but I'm just saying it's like a see. And the fact that you can do it on command. <laughs> Go ahead and do it for the people who yeah. get into it. Keith thinks. <laughs> okay, let me give them some backstory though. So there is a noise that I make, and if you know me, then you know that oh, that's Cree. It's not even a what's that noise? That's Cree. And I've been making it so long. One of my friends from third grade reached out to me because I guess I was making it one of my stories on social media, and he was like, "Cree, there's no way you still make that noise from third grade." <laughs> And I was like, you thought I was doing it for attention? Yes. <laughs> your, your boy probably was thinking like how I was thinking. But tell us. Okay. This noise. So, you know how you guys scratch your throat? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Scratch your throat. So, when I was in like, I think it was like second grade or some some lower level grade. One of my teachers was scratching her throat. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, can you teach me how to do that? I want to know how to scratch my throat. Mm-hmm. And she's like, of course. So I'm like, okay. And she starts, like, I guess trying to teach me. Well, I couldn't grasp the concept of like, <laughs> I couldn't grasp that. So my noise came out differently. <laughs> my noise came out as. <laughs> So it's literally just like a thing. And when I was younger, I thought that I was scratching my throat. So I thought that was like the, ooh, let me scratch my throat. And I went. So when you do it, do you feel it in your throat? No, it's not in my throat. 
So, so you do this noise on purpose, like I thought. No, it's not it's no on way. purpose. It's, it's no not. way. It's accident. But I'm saying, being that I've been doing it since I was seven, mm-hmm. and I am 21 mm-hmm. for the fifth time. Damn. Or 21 for the fourth time. I kind of get a little mixed up now. Um, but for the time. it's like it has become a habit. Like it has become something that just happens and I don't know it. It has become something. It got to the point where I did it in my sleep. Like it just became. Okay. So Paige, you heard it in the sleep. Yes. Like Cree will do this when she wakes up in the morning. <laughs> Cree will do this when she's driving, when she's thinking, working, eating. At like any moment of the day, it just has become to a point where it's like I don't even hear it anymore. So when you asked her, like, "Yo, Cree, what are you doing?" It's like, "Oh, I, I like keep it out." I don't yeah, because Paris acted like wasn't nothing going on. So that's why I was like, "Oh, Cree be fucking with us." Because see, I used to date this girl in high school. She used to act like she had she. We, I'm dating myself, people. But you know, we had phone cordless phones, but you know, house phones. And every time we got on the phone, she used to always. Dial four numbers. She's like, oh, I, I got to do it. It's, it's this code. I got to do it. To the point where everybody in school knew if you call her, she's going to be pressing fucking buttons. And eventually, like, senior year, she was like, yeah, I, I was just fucking with y'all. I like just pressing the buttons. Just Okay, like, she was childish as Just fuck. like it was a nigga named Eric in her high school. <laughs> had a fake British accent the whole time. And senior year, he broke it and was like, man, I was just fucking with y'all. Why would you I'm, do that? Like, Oh, he stayed in character. But you know, this is also before social media where you could research a nigga. Like, I mean, they show, when a new nigga showed up, he just showed up and he was whoever he said he was and backed it up whenever somebody tried him. But my and thing he always is, stayed in character. even though there was no social media, how did you find a British accent at at that point? Like, TV, who like, you know, I mean, you know, Paris is from Germany. Like, how did you get in Germany? You um, uh, military? My, yeah, my mom's job, like the type of job she had took us over there. Oh, it's a different type of military. <laughs> black. What she said. The type of job. <laughs> okay. And is your dad German too? No, my my dad's black. Her family's black. Yeah. I mean, it could be black Germans. No, my no. dad's from South Carolina. <laughs> oh, what part of South Carolina? From Columbia. Okay, I'm from Charleston. Okay. Shout out. You're like, what are they, black Germans? They could be black They Germans. could be black Germans. You know, black no. people everywhere. You I know, know but they're not black Germans. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I cannot believe, Carissa, but I do think that you can cut it on and cut it off. No, I absolutely can cut it on and cut it off. But I'm saying that is not a thing. And like, I'm not purposely cutting, oh, let me do this oh, to freak them out. Okay, yeah. Like, in my head, I'm not... I'm not premeditating the sound. It literally just happens. Gotcha. It's and like a nervous tick. You know how like where some people bite their yeah, nails or like like move their foot back and forth. I'd be like, that's mine. Public, like you can't, you can't. Like, right, like that's mine. So let me ask you this. And sometimes, hold on, I get sick of it. Like sometimes, I literally will be like, God, can you please stop? Letting me make this sound like I'm tired of here. I'm tired of it. Like, yes, I'm like, I'm so tired of the sound. Please stop the sound. And literally after I say that, it'll happen. And I'm like, fuck, damn it. But has it ever (laughs) messed you up dating wise? Because, you know, 
You know, we damn, good. Paris, was that funny? <laughs> damn, because a new product came to Paris, like, hey, man, what's up with your homegirls? <laughs> I'm digging her, but she's just like, what's up? Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, it was, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I really never really cared about what like a guy said until like recently. This guy was like. It's crazy because we had so many encounters with each other, mm-hmm. and he never said anything about it. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "I don't want nothing to do with you." That sound gives me a headache. And I was like, "So after all of this time, because you never you, said anything I'm, about it." I'm gonna tell you what happened. You did it one time, and you cut it off, and he looked and like, "Oh." <laughs> She fucking with me. I, I thought that this was like a ticket. No, she cuts it on and off. I, no, I can't fuck with her. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Yeah. No, hell no. So after that, it kind of. <laughs> it's not funny. We it's not funny you, because but... I really wish sometimes like that was something that I didn't do. Well, I feel like. The the compromise in that is as long as like how Paris is right. As long as you don't mind somebody correcting you with it, like you and that's the thing, I like, do hey, not. Hey, hey Creed, then you be okay. But do know. I wait? Do I mind? Do I get like offended when you say like don't no, make the noise? You don't, you don't get offended with me, but I feel like it depends on who the person is. Yes, mm-hmm. I think, and I feel like it depends on how you say it too. So just imagine if someone's trying to concentrate and they're they're. Sucking their thumb or tapping their foot, and you come out of nowhere and you're like, Stop doing that shit, it gets on my nerves. God damn, yeah. And I'm like, Dang, that kind of hurt my feelings. Like, I was really in the groove when you kind of knocked me off, and now I'm gonna have to do it go 10 times harder because <laughs> now, now I have to That's get my focus left. back together. <laughs> like, but I promise you, I do not purposely do it to annoy people. Like, that is not something because I know that it's just sound and you. People say it's a dolphin, a giraffe, a pig, a hippo, a frog, a cricket. I've gotten every the single name of the word. You know what? This episode is definitely coming out tomorrow because see, <laughs> normally, we, normally when we record, the whole crew is here, right? Yeah. The crew ain't here. So it's coming out tomorrow. So the origin of the sound. <laughs> yes. We've, we've, been, we've been trying to figure it out since we met. Really? Three. Like, I mean, every time you leave, we're like, bro. That sound. The episode cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> this shit gonna be fine. But what's gonna happen with that noise? With that noise, especially when we get somebody in here. Like, you know, we get a top interview and creature. <laughs> and then Rick Ross looking at us like, man, what's going on? This when shit, I say so many people have even my um internship coordinator at the time at the radio station, she when she heard about it, she said, I will fire you. the thing is i was making it and i told her i said i'm trying really really hard and she had people she had put people on like guard watch around the station if you hear creep making that noise tell me and they would go back and report to her and be like yep i heard her make the noise like it was like a thing even like when i was um trying to become a delta that was one of the requirements. Uh-huh. You can't make that noise. When I say I tried, and so that's how I know it's not something that I can just stop because I have been put, the pressure's been put on. Oh, what's, what's your line name? I cannot tell you that. 
Y'all were talking about mine. Like my line ain't chronic knowledge. I can't. You can't tell me. I can't. I mean, my mine was double overtime, but that's just because I worked so much at the time. Like I just put in hella. Or they saw that that noise went in double overtime. <laughs> and the pressure came on. They're like, <laughs> Creed, tell us. It's thirteenth now. Yeah, no. So the noise is definitely. I feel like I have come a long way. Um, just because, like I said, I used to do it in my sleep, and so it. I feel like it is. Yeah, I do. Like I said, I don't do it on purpose most of the time. Although this one time, I had to do it on purpose because this this bitch pissed me off. First of all, you know how you trying to catch the elevator, and then somebody purposely try to close it. Yeah, I'm that person. I mean, I'm that person too, but don't <laughs> let me see you doing that person and don't let me catch the elevator nah, and I you do, try to do it. It do feel awkward when you catch it because I don't mind if you see me press the button. Right. You and you it, don't like, catch Damn. it, but when you catch it, so this girl like tried to do that and I caught the elevator. <laughs> and so and she was like a, a giant little Chinese girl. So mind you, I'm 5'11", y'all. I think this day I had on heels. So I was a smooth 6'2", 6'3". <laughs> And the, the girl... Was Paris with you, too? Because, like, y'all a tall girl game. No, I was by myself. I was by myself. We are a tall girl game, but I was by myself. And the, the girl, I guess she had to get off after me or get off before me. I don't know. Either way, her button was pressed for, like, floor, like, 12. And my button was pressed for, like, floor 8. So I get on, and I'm... Since she tried to block me from getting off the elevator, I just started making a noise. And I started making it super hard and super loud. And when I say the girl just pressed the button and got off the elevator, she was like, Damn oh, right. it's just it's some shit going down in the elevator. I got to get up. Damn right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. I have my days. I have my days. But when I was making it earlier, it wasn't because I was trying to just make it. Okay, now I feel like we came to the origin of the noise. Now we know. I can't. Okay, so um, moving forward from the origin of the noise, I do want to express the importance of voting. Um, so I actually was on a Zoom call panel earlier, and Keith will he's going to put a little bit of some of what we were talking about. Um, he's going to add that in here. I'll put your part. Right, so he's going to put my part in there. But outside of that, I want you guys to really, really take some time to understand the importance of your vote, okay? Um, There are people that gave their life to vote, meaning they couldn't do it. And they fought and cried and ran away like... When you just silence all the distractions going on around you and just tap into who you are and where you come from, I feel like that'll help you understand where you're going. And in that lies the validity of voting, meaning it cannot be just, oh, my vote doesn't matter. People have won elections by 12 votes. People have won elections by 1%. Like, it is such a close call and... And with it being a close call, they are depending on you to not vote. They're depending on you to not be educated. They're depending on you to not care. They're depending on you to be caught up. They're depending on you to just be cool. 
They're depending on you to lack consciousness. They are depending on you to not show up because they've made it harder for you to vote. And they know that black people want things the easy way. They are depending on us to be our downfall. So I cannot express that enough. With this election coming up, I understand you're going to vote for her, whoever you want to vote for. But please know that it is cool to vote, okay? Exercising your vote is a form of being conscious. So look, <clears throat> if you want to join the cool and conscious team, that's one of the things that you can do. Go and vote. And please, if you can remember when you get your little sticker, because I love getting my little sticker, child. When you get your little sticker, post it on social media. And like I said, if you can remember, tag cool and conscious. That's Q-O-O-L and conscious. So we can highlight you on the page. We can show people what it's like to, to be cool and conscious because ultimately that's a form of it. So that's going to be my little spiel about Atlanta. I said every single episode I wanted to highlight something that's going on in Atlanta. And this is going to be that one takeaway that I hope you take away. Your vote matters. Your voice matters. Because one, you were not able to do it a few years ago. I know it seems like a thousand years ago. I kid you not. It was a few years ago. <laughs> and with it being a few years ago, now that you have that right, they are doing everything that they can to take it from you. So imagine somebody taking your kid from you. That's what they're trying to do. And in a few years, if you're not voting, they may pass something where they just take your kids from you. <laughs> I don't want to wish that on nobody, but I'm just saying that is where your vote could lead if you do not use it. If you don't use it, you ultimately will lose it. And if you lose it, I'm sure somebody's going to pass something to where you can't get it back. <laughs> so if you wasn't already voting and then they take your right to vote i doubt you're gonna fight to try to get it back so please do not lose your right because there are people that put up an extensive fight for you to have it okay early voting ends tomorrow and election date is november 3rd these are the small elections yeah we have the mayor but you also have your city councils your different representatives for um like the school boards, everything that you see on your day-to-day -day in your um, community is what you're voting for. So the different taxes, you wonder why your communities are getting gentrified. It's not because of uh, Joe Biden. Uh, not Joe Biden. Ain't that the president? Joe Biden. Right. It's not. I was, I was thinking, of, what's the, ball, the black ball guy? Joe Budden. <laughs> I thought I said Joe Budden. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Shout out to Joe. Right. It's not what's going on in your community. What's going on in your communities is not from Uncle Joe. It is from your mayor. It is from your city council rep. It is from the city council president. It is from those different MPUs. Now, when you go to the ballot, you're not voting on MPUs, but I'm letting you know those are things that take into account, that are taken into account when your neighborhoods are shaped, when schools are given different budgets, when schools are closed down, when Boys and Girls Club are closed down, when recreation parks are closed down, when they're reopened, um, um, summer jobs for students, like all of that plays a part in the vote that you will take part in. So whether you vote today or November 2nd, which is a Tuesday, make sure you do it. I don't care when you do it, just make sure that is done. I don't care who you vote for. I kind of do, but hey, that's not my place. So <laughs> just make sure you vote.
Okay, and then we could talk about who you voted for later, and we can go into detail about all that mishigash later. Just make sure you get into the habit of getting your ass out there to vote. Okay, now I'm gonna go ahead and head into this quote to help you stay afloat because the weekend is about to be crazy. It's about to be Halloween, baby, and we got to purge these negative spirits that's trying to take over us. <clears throat> okay, so. This week's quote to help you stay afloat, which is brought to you by just Eldridge Media, <laughs> goes a little something like this. The way I see it, if you want to be a rainbow, you got to put it with the rain. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was so good. I love it. Look, if you want to be a rainbow, if you want to be successful, if you want to be happy, if you want to be whatever it is in life that you want to be, you are going to have to put up with the rain. And personally, and Paris can speak on this, I've been putting up with rain these past 30 days, okay? It has been nothing but rain and I have had to make an active decision to be a rainbow. I've had to make an active decision to show up for myself and be this rainbow that is shining throughout the sky that's been full of rain. So take that how you take it. Please be safe this weekend. Make sure you go vote. Make sure you look cute. Uh, make sure you post your voting sticker online and tag at cool and conscious. Make sure you follow us, share, repost, all that good stuff. I love you so much. I'm so thankful for your support. This was great. And I hope, you know, I'll catch y'all next Friday. Every single Friday. It's a cool and conscious podcast, okay? Just Eldridge Media. I love it here. It's a black-owned, black-run business, baby. Have a good weekend. Be cool. Be conscious. Yeah. <laughs>
um, can I speak with them about the election coming up? And then the other person online will be like, well, that person actually died 10 years ago. So, you know, there's that. So you want to make sure you're removing those, but not at the expense of removing people who just may have not voted in the last few years, right? That's just unacceptable. You shouldn't have to, if you don't want to vote one election, you do have that right, right? We encourage people to vote. We want people to vote at the same time, just like we want them, they have a right to do it either way. Um, obviously, I'm not advocating for that. But I just I just agree with everything that Fanika said, and let's just encourage people to continue using it uh, and, and doing you know doing our part. You don't take anything away from anything that we're saying. Just remember that the house always wins. The house's objective is to always win, and when I say that, like. Um, um, I can't see the, uh, like Fanika said, if you do not use it, you will lose it. And it is the house's objective to make you lose it, to purge your ability to vote with the different bills, with the different tactics, with closing different voting centers. So it's like, okay, well, if you don't vote in this election, cause you couldn't get there because of all the obstacles they put in place, that is their plan to win. So. If you don't remember anything else, just remember the house, which is the government, the legislation that is put in place is always aiming to win. And how do they win? By taking our vote. So if you, if you missed the link that Hannah dropped, please, I checked the link and I know that I'm good, but I still go <laughs> to check my status like once a month. Even if it's not an election coming up, I still just like to check because I'm just a little paranoid that way. <laughs> but I'm saying just take some time literally after this. Go and check it. If you don't have the link or if you came in a little late um, for whatever reason, please ask for it so we can get that to you because at least knowing your status is the first step because I would hate for you to go 30 minutes to your polling site or 15 minutes to try to vote or you're all excited to get your sticker and they get there and like, Oh, you're not, you, you, you can't vote today. Imagine how discouraging that is. And now you just like, forget it. I ain't voting. Like I didn't did out. Like you don't want to do that. Okay. So remember the house objective is to always win. And the way you beat the house is to make sure that you are absolutely prepared. Yeah, so unfortunately, after three election cycles, if you do not vote, you will be 